Hey guys, this is Ambika Joyce. Thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast. Today I'd like to share with you an experience that changed my life and my perception about my inner self and consciousness. When I was 17 years old, I'd visited Camden Town in London with a friend, one of the most eclectic and different sides to London. I went there to explore what they sell there that you can't seem to get almost anywhere else in the city. I came across a very famous place called Stables Market and saw a whole display of crystals and I had no awareness of this until I saw it there. I was astounded by the variety available and how something that seemed so precious was so easily available in this part of the city. Obviously at the age of 17 and as the years went by, I learned that they were available in more than one one area and even more accessible than just at the Stables Market in Camden Town. I was overwhelmed by the vast amount of crystals and different uses for each one as displayed on those tiny information cards. I had a tough time deciding what I wanted to do. I selected six, maybe seven crystals. Amethyst, carnelian, snowflake, obsidian, clear quartz, rose quartz, moonstone, hematite, blue agate, and maybe a few others. The reason why I can't recall this anymore is because I've sadly lost half of them in relocating from one home home to another, somehow. Anyway, having purchased these stones, just a handful, I was so ecstatic from the information the lady at the stall gave me on practicing meditation with crystals that I eagerly wanted to share this with my mother, who is my best guide for spiritual and religious practices. Her pious nature would easily welcome my curiosity and do everything possible to guide me onto the best path, whether I like hearing the advice or not. And as you can imagine, the spiritual lifestyle is hardly one that's attractive unless you feel a strong calling towards it. So yeah, I know that if I had told my mother I bought these crystals, she'd ask me to quickly put them on the shrine stand or altar, whatever you would call that, and handle it with care. At that age, I considered this as a form of restriction because I couldn't do what I wanted with it. I'd have to have had a shower and be clean and not have just eaten before I go and touch them again. So I refrained telling her that I bought these crystals for a few days. That night, having withheld my recent buy from my mother, I thought I'd like to keep these crystals close to me so that I can connect with it myself before I feel like it's time to tell my mother about it. So I kept it under my pillow and I fell asleep. That night, I had a dream I could never forget. So here's the dream. I was a part of a vast black emptiness that was simultaneously filled with an infinity of stars. Maybe I was floating, I don't know, but I definitely didn't feel grounded. I didn't feel like I was anywhere near a surface with my feet on it. The stars came together somehow, and now I could see galaxies, the oval moving kind that you see on digital graphics. Or more specifically, from my favorite scene in Jodie Foster's film, Contact. 
I recall seeing many of these galaxies that seemed big and then small, as though I was later at a distance from them. I recall tearing up at this beautiful scene in my dream, and soon after I heard a voice call out my name, I turned around to see the brother of my friend, the friend that came with me to Stables Market, who was, in this dream, 24 years old, had a mustache, wearing a white vest, and a dhoti, tied up neatly. And where was I? On the terrace of their home, watching the galaxies move in the night sky. A terrace in Pakistan, a country I'd never been to and have no idea what it looks like. Of course, I'm from India, and rumors and videos online show that Pakistan's not that very different to India. But, of course, there are slight cultural differences. My friend's brother says in this dream, It's dinner time. Come on down now. To my surprise, I'm on the terrace with my suitcase, which had to be taken down. It was as though I'd landed on that terrace with my belongings from the galactic movement somehow, and was invited home with warmth somewhere in Pakistan. There I was on the terrace with my suitcase. The dream kind of ended there. I woke up and felt a strange energy surrounding me. The next morning I went to college, met my friend and told her the story. She was a little freaked out and surprised me with a fact I wasn't expecting. She said, Ambika, I don't have a brother that age as my mother had a miscarriage and lost a baby. It was a boy she lost, and had she given birth to him, and had he lived, he would have been around 24 years old now. Now, she and her family are from Pakistan, so this little fact kind of freaked me out hearing it. I didn't know what to say. I felt these crystals weren't magic for sure, but I felt it reached out to a side of me I was not aware I had. Intuitive. For many years of my life, I felt many occurrences that tested my intuition, but I never understood how to listen to myself. I'm still not sure that I do yet, fully. My inner self, my gut, my instinct, whatever name you could call that. So, when I joined the coaching academy to train as a personal performance coach, one of the modules we took up was disc profiling. So, when I went through disc profiling, and just profiled myself through the coaching academy a few years ago. Empathy was the least of my qualities as per the test, the questionnaire, whatever that process was, that survey, that surveyed my strongest and weakest qualities. And empathy was the least of my qualities. So my intuition being tapped into this way felt a little unfamiliar, therefore scary. I did what I felt right the next day and place the crystal safely as close to the shrine as possible, as my mother would have told me to. I told my mom the story a few weeks later, and she advised that I start meditation and cleanse my mind of clutter. At the age of 17, my curiosity did kill the cat. I had so many questions, so many doubts, and they all took me all the way to 30 years old, without half of them being answered in the verve that my soul was searching for itself. When my mind was cluttered with all that would take time to be answered, I wanted them now. And now in my 30s, 
I have returned to this journey of looking within the self, understanding one thing, until I accept what I am made of. It won't be easy to welcome very much. And to accept, it will take letting everything be. To understand anything at all, just be. It's somewhat like an art of observation. So, I'd like to offer my gratitude to my friend, whose name I've chosen to keep anonymous out of respect for her preference, for accompanying me on that special trip to Camden Town, the lovely lady at Stables Market who sold me the crystals with the information she could give with her limited knowledge of English, and my dear mother, who till today is the best spiritual guide I could ever ask for. Thank you for helping me on this journey by being with me and leading me to the path that's right for me. I don't believe it's a coincidence at all. And this journey is yet to begin.